What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. That's right, your favorite podcast that happens every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> uh, with me today, as always, my as always. compadre. Mm. What's up, Mr. Aka? How you Aka? doing, bud? I'm really good, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, and I'm sore, and I'm old, yeah. and I'm grumpy. But other than all of that, super good. How are you with that fresh haircut you got going on? I, uh, I kind of feel just like you there, bud. Yeah, um, right? It's been very, very, very busy these last fuck six weeks seven weeks yeah you're not right. um and it's coming to an end now and burn in the midnight oil but yes yeah the are winding down for the geeks and co i've got another boat on about a month of activities after this but come november i'm finally at a point where like things will finally be like yeah i mean slow down like i've got a birthday also... next weekend and the weekend after that i've got the ren fair i've got crow fest and then the weekend after that I've got a Halloween party and then I'm shooting a film. And then the weekend after that, I have another Halloween party. So it's like October sucks. I am not a fan. And then thankfully in November, November, December, January, I'm just gonna be like, if anybody wants me, I'll be in my trailer. Like, don't bother me. I'm just, mm-hmm. I don't have a trailer, but you know what I'm saying? I just don't want to be yeah, totally. Yeah. But well, we're not going to be that busy. We uh, have one gig going on uh, on Friday the 13th, and that's it. Friday. Beyond that, we are pretty much done for this con season. That's what I would recommend, but I'm stupid. People say, hey, do you want to do this yeah. thing? And I go, yes. So, no, uh, Oh, by the way, for anybody watching, I know we don't have a whole lot of uh, people in here yet, but... Uh, I did put it out on my story a couple of days ago. So we are organizing a landing party, a Star Trek landing party at Oxford Renfest on October 15th. So that is a Sunday. It is in Dorchester, Ontario. You can look it up on a map. If you're in southwestern Ontario, it's it's near to where London is. It's not that far from London. And there are some barking dogs that are super not happy right now. And then, yeah, so I think there's eight or nine of us currently. It is an open invitation. If you have a Trek cosplay and you want to join us, you are more than welcome to do so. Uh, I think the ticket's 20 bucks for the day. It is a full-blown Renaissance festival, by the way. There's like knights and jousting and horses and trebuchets and arrows and bows and swords and shields and all kinds of cool stuff. But we're going to go in all of our Star Trek gears because because uh, we're assholes basically and everybody's going to hate us for it but we're also going to like have a little like video thing that we're going to do i would totally be in for that if it wasn't so far no i know and i know it's far for a lot of people but if you are free that day you're going to be in the area and you want to come out and have some fun and by the way guys it won't just be like we do our little video for star trek and then everybody kind of fucks off like it's still a renaissance fest so like come on out and have a good time with it too. Like enjoy the Ren Fest, get some fudge, have a beer, eat a turkey leg, eat a pickle, like whatever, right? Like it's a good time, but we're still going to fuck around in our Star Trek uniforms and make a lot of Shoot some nights with your phasers, which would make a lot of people very mad. So might wear my garb with combat. Thank you, Stephanie. Absolutely. Tanith. Yeah, we are. Are you guys, are you coming Tanith? I put it out of my story. I didn't get a response from you. If you are coming, let me know. And that way I can add you to the chat. So it seems to be what she's saying in the yeah. chat now. Yeah. Just, I mean, uh, there you go. Good evening, fellow geeks. So, okay. Well, nobody tells me nothing. Is, well, there is, you go. is Bradward coming with you? Because I'm sorry. I'm organizing this here. In the we uh, we got a Hi. bunch of people in the chat right now. Right, so. uh, Michael's there. Megan's there. Uh, Tanith, obviously. Keith, what's up, everybody? Um, Red Moon, Stephanie. Uh, who else is in there? Wayne is there. Looks like Nada just got there. Hello, Nada. Yeah. I mean, uh, so what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Uh, tonight's going to be a bit of a um, update, news, talking about what's going on. Um, I know you had a, you seem to have a list of stuff you want to get to tonight there, bud. Um, well, story, and I know you're not a Potter guy, but for all, I'm going to, unfortunately, I'm going to start us off on a downer because I don't want to end us off on a downer, but, uh, Michael Gambon, uh, who played Dumbledore mm. for five of the, or what, no, sorry, six of the eight movies, uh, passed away today. So the second Dumbledore, uh, and a, a, a long time British actor done so many, so many things. Uh, but, but obviously best known as the second Dumbledore, uh, has passed away. 
So yes, very yes, so sad. Silky C, purple crying face. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Potter head like me, uh, it it is a sad day. Uh, I've been very vocal. I, I much prefer Richard Harris's uh, take on the character over Michael Gambon. Having said that, I mean, we lost Richard Harris. He wanted to keep playing Dumbledore and he couldn't because he passed. Uh, and Michael took up, uh, I couldn't imagine having to try to follow someone like Richard Harris, who's like one of the most legendary Hollywood actors of all time. He did a pretty good job. I mean, look, I, I'll admit, you know, Harris's Dumbledore, like I'm not a big Potterhead, but I, I've still seen, I think, all of the movies, but the last one. Right. And, uh, I mean, he did a good job. Oh, no, 100%. Of course he um, did. Yes. I would bet you somebody that, that doesn't know and that's not into everything and that doesn't know the actors may not even, even realize from one movie to the next that, you know, three, four, five years later, all of a sudden it's a different actor. But Oh, yeah, maybe. He, yeah, he, yeah, no, he, that's he fair. Was, he no, was he was playing a, Harris no, no. as Dumbledore. He wasn't he playing was a. Well, the problem was Harris had a lot more. Harris was a lot closer to the book Dumbledore, who was a very calm individual. A very he was still forthright, but he, he never like sort of got amped up or freaked out. Everything was mm. always completely in his control. Um, whereas Michael Gambon was a little more effusive, a little more engaged, a little more mm. you know. So. It was definitely a different take, but again, at the same time, it was still amazing. Yeah, Ranger wand, raise your wands tonight, nerds. Absolutely. Yeah. Toast, toast one to Professor Dumbledore. Um, you know, your favorite spell, Expelliarmus, whatever you whatever you want to do. Uh, hello from Dean. What's going on? Dean is the man. What's up, Dean? Welcome hey, to um... our Spider-Man podcast, Dean. I don't want to get into the whole Ahsoka thing because, you know, if you guys want to want to know what we think about the first half of Ahsoka, you can go check out the video on the YouTube channel. But what do you think of these last, these last couple episodes? Uh, I was not a fan of six. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean... It, it reminded me of Jeff Goldblum and Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, you are going to have dinosaurs at your dinosaur theme park, right? Yeah, you are going to have Ahsoka on your Ahsoka show. Yes. Oh, no, you're not? Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, so seven was uh, better. For sure it was better. Uh, here's the problem. I don't I don't fucking care. Like, I, I don't. There's yeah. so much I don't care about. And now there's only one episode to kind of tie it all in. And I already don't care enough about what I've seen so far. So I'm just like so yeah this is my problem from the beginning with this show right is yeah. i'm loving it because i'm already invested in these right characters. of course yes you know i got like seven seasons of of clone wars and 11 like 11 seasons or 12 seasons total of like of clone wars and rebels shit. or whatever yeah, yeah. it is no for sure you know, so I'm Listen, already invested in these characters and I know what's going on and I understand the reason why they're at the point they're at. And today seeing Ezra and Sabine fight together. I mean, that's that. Listen, I can't explain to you how that scene was right out of the cartoons. Like That's it, awesome. It, I just I don't have any investment or emotional attachment to Ezra because I don't care. Yeah. Like I've never seen him before. He's just this guy with these cool blue eyes. That's like. Yeah um i will say this the production value on this one is so much higher it doesn't look like they're just standing on the volume all the time you can tell yeah. there are certain scenes clearly that they're they're standing on the volume but there's a lot of scenes where it looks like they're not um the costuming and the makeup on the show is outstanding and it's introduced a couple of really really cool like balen skull might be the coolest new star wars character to come down the pipe in a long long yeah. time yeah like a completely made up character for this show. Very, very, very cool. So, uh, so there are some pluses to it. Just the major plot points and some of the characters, like there's only one episode left. And I understand this is like the precursor to the movie that he's putting together. Uh, that's bringing all of these together. Not Andor, obviously. Data's uh, waiting for Andor. I am not. I didn't really care for Andor, but I, I, I get that there's a lot of people that liked it. Um, yeah, you're right. We can't get tossed up in Ahsoka because we've, we've got videos to produce and everything else after shows to produce. So if you want to know our opinions on Ahsoka, when it's all said and done, we got one episode to go, and then we'll do an after show for the second half of Ahsoka, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where we do a deep, deep nuggety dive on however the show ends. Because I don't think it's going to end. I think it's. I think there's a couple of things that we clearly know are going to happen but 
it's not going to be a definitive ending. And I don't no. think there's going to be a second season. I think this is literally just, this is an MCU type of thing. This is like, it's a lead into the movie. Um, Filoni's movie. He said it's like a, a Mandoverse style, like bringing everybody together for it. So yeah, Avenger style. So the understanding, and maybe I understood this wrong. Don't right. Like I'm not, I don't have any kind of in with Disney. Right. So I don't have any more information on what's out there, but my impression was that this movie that he was making was going to be the culmination of the Feloniverse, right? That's, the culmination yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of that storyline leading into the, the sequel movies. Now, I could be completely wrong. No, no, no. Uh, that's it, I, no, no, no. That that's that's the impression. I think, unfortunately, initially, I think when they were talking about it, I, I think most people, like myself, assumed that he was only talking about the TV, like the live action TV universe. And with more Ahsoka going on, it looks like it's a culmination of everything that he's done, which for people like me is going to leave us with their cheese out in the wind because there's so much of this I don't give a fuck about because I don't know anything about it. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I will say some of the little stuff. Anyways, no, we can't. We can't. We'll do that on the after show. It's fine. Yes. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Keep it cool, bud. Keep it I know. Cool. <laughs> I know. Shifting gears a little bit, but let's stick with television. Uh, loving Lower Decks this season, as I've loved Lower Decks every yeah, season. Lower Decks is really good this season. Again. It's just, it's just doing it all so well. Like, yeah. it's just. Like and sometimes you're yeah. just like, eh, but it's like it's getting you so heavily invested in the characters now. It's not just all about the one-liners or the humor or whatever. This week's episode was another banger. Plot-wise, it, it wasn't great this week's episode. It was kind of like, eh, but the execution of it, the way they've got all the characters, it's fantastic. If you're not watching Lower Decks and you're even a smidgen of a Trek fan, you've got to watch Lower Decks. It is. Yeah. If Other you than were Strange into New Worlds, specifically next gen, you will love Lower Decks. Oh, I mean, yeah. they they are real heavy in that con continuity, right? Like the next gen DS9 Voyager. That's kind of where they sit, right? They're after Voyager. That, I don't know what that middle one was that you said, but uh, yeah, definitely next gen and Voyager for sure. Uh, they definitely. <laughs> I saw I saw a video a short today of. Marina Sirtis on a stage uh, doing a panel yeah. saying that John Jonathan Frakes calls it deep sleep night. Yeah, thanks, man. Me and Riker like this. I thought that was like pretty funny. This. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree, but I yes. thought that was pretty funny. Low budget Babylon 5. Thanks. Well, uh, I don't I know about that. I completely forgot Lower Decks was out again. I mean, Lower Decks is uh the best, makes me so happy, says Michael uh oh yeah megan murray the, the other megan this i mean completely forgot Lord. you didn't forget you're you're selectively not remembering because you don't enjoy the show uh lower deck love, love star trek this is the key for me this is this is where and we've talked about this before but this is where it's a difference between a straight up parody and then and then having fun with something that you clearly love and that's why you're having fun with it so i always equate lower decks to the orville because it's yeah. the same kind of concept where you can tell it's more of a love letter. Yes, they're making fun of some stuff, but it's not the same thing as like taking the piss on it. It's more like we love this so much. We're going to find the things that we all find funny about it and we're going to poke that. And it brings I, I feel like it brings Trekkies together even harder when we can all point to that one thing and laugh about it. Like it's not universally loved, though. That and that. No, well, it's a lot dude. I hate it. Right? It's Trek. Nothing is universally uh, loved in Trek. Well, fair enough. It's it the, the fandom isn't as toxic as Star Wars, but it, it has its fair share of, of people. And there's a whole cadre of you know, there's like a whole cadre of people that just absolutely fucking hate the Star Wars sequels. There's a whole cadre of people that just fucking hate all the new Trek. Every single one of the new Trek. They just blindly mm -hmm. hate it because it's new Trek. Cool, man. Like, and hey man, some of the early new Trek wasn't like Or do they just not like Discovery? No, they didn't like the first and second season of Picard either, right? Well, so you know, I didn't too. really like the first and second season of Picard either. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, you know? That's what I'm saying. No, but it's really funny about that. third season was fantastic. Is, Strange is how, World is fantastic. Lower Decks is fantastic. I it's, mean, it's funny how, how our perceptions change. So the other day, so Brian360 up at the top was just saying he went back and listened to a podcast from a year and a half ago mm -hmm. about uh, the order in which to watch Star Wars, having to watch everything. So I too have been listening to some of the old podcasts just to see some of our opinions, what we talked about. And we were podcasting Thanks, at the Brian, time. by the way, for... Uh, yeah, awesome, yeah. dude. Thank you so much. Um, 
we were uh, we had a, a podcast uh some time ago uh, when picard season two was just ending and we were both raving about how great season two was <laughs> it's so funny yeah we sure were i'll 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 send you a link to the episode on spotify you should hear us talk about how good season two of picard was uh yeah so it's it's one of those things where like i I feel like one of those things where it was so much better than season one that we were raving that it was good well first of all i don't know that it was so much better than season one personally that whole time travel thing was absolute horseshit but i think it was just that that Um, that newlywed glow because we had just gotten it yeah, maybe. And we were like, "Oh, cool!" And the Q storyline got tied up, and we saw guys that I liked. I will things. admit that the Q storyline, the Q ending. Yes, but then as it sort of aged in our minds, and then of course season three comes out, and she just takes a giant dump on it because it's so much better than anything else that had been New Trek up to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Nada saying she watched one episode and didn't like it. Shakes old lady fist at Sky. Yeah, it's okay. You could be part of the problem, Nada. That's that's okay. We understand. Listen, change no. is good. Growth, evolution. It's okay. Not Bye. everybody has to like the same thing, right? I mean, it's not because we love it that <laughs> you know just, everybody has Nada. to love it. They talk too fast. It's annoying. Well, I mean, I don't know. Doesn't your video player have that? Like, you can tow it down to like half speed or something. I mean, the ep- <laughs> The episode will take like 40 minutes to watch, but at least they won't be talking so fast anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, no, and I don't like doing that either. I don't like being one of those people. I'm try- As I get older, I try to get out of some of these fucking social tropes where I'm like, I can't understand how you don't like this. Or I can't. how do you like that? I can't believe you like that. People like what they like and people don't like what they don't like. We're mm-hmm. all different. We all have different opinions that are based on different things. So I, I try not to. If you gave it a shot and you didn't enjoy it, cool. There's a ton of stuff that people, Andor is a perfect example. Rogue One is another great example. People love those two properties, and I didn't really care much for either one. Like, both of them were like just an eh to me. So I loved Rogue One. Andor, not so much. Andor, yeah. I found two. Uh, see, Nada, see, now we can, now we can commerce again. I did love Discovery and Picard, though, all of it. See, now we're, now we're back. See, and that's where, now we're back. Now That's we're good. where you lose me. Discovery, especially the last two seasons. Just... Yeah, I'm not denying that the first two seasons of Discovery were better than the last two seasons of Discovery. I'm not denying that. That is 100% accurate. But that doesn't mean that the last two seasons because we were dog shit and that there was nothing redeeming in them. I still like those two seasons. They just weren't as good as the first two seasons. That's all. Uh, people used to talk, uh, trash about the Berman and Braga era. Kurtzman seemed to make me rethink that. Um, I hate to break it to you, sir, but people still talk shit, especially yeah. about, Rick, about Rick Berman in particular, but not yeah. because of how he conducted himself more yeah. so than anything else. Like he, there was a lot was going on there. Not a good dude to work with or no. for. So, uh, but yeah, having said that guys, I mean, the nice part is, and I think our, our good friend, black Tech, captain Kirk said it best. We're not in the golden age of Trek. We're in the platinum of trek and by the way speaking of uh news i shouldn't say news because there's not a whole lot of news oh there's another huge news thing i forgot to bring up at the top of the podcast i'll get to that in a second um they were talking to chris pine he was up promoting something and they Mm. asked him about star trek for the movie and Mm -hmm. he said it's technically still in development it is not dead they are still working on it now that is going to lead me into the other huge piece of news that came out this week is the writer's strike is finally over. Mm-hmm. So as of Wednesday, 9 a.m. So they, 9 PM? So, at the, so if you've been in a union before you're in a union now, you kind of know how this works. So at the table, they came to an agreement, that agreement, that write up has to then be taken to the members. The members have to vote on mass to ratify it so it has mm-hmm. to be a majority vote to ratify it and then it is ratified that whole process assuming they approve it which they've just announced they did usually takes three to four days so the assumption is they'll be back up no later than october 1st having said that here's the catch a lot of the writers want to stay on strike until the actors have signed their deal which they have not yet now they weren't even at the table the amptp and the sag after guild they weren't even at the table but now apparently they do have a meeting schedule for monday so if we all cross our fingers we can have both strike actions done and every one of these tv shows and movie productions can get back involved including star trek 4 again 
can't really move forward on and developing Star Trek for it because development needs writers and all the writers have been on strike for over like 150 days. So everything was stagnant. And then the actors left. Deadpool 3 was literally in the middle of shooting when the actor strike came down. So they all had to leave. They literally had to stop production that day and they have not done a single thing since then. So everybody's chomping at the bit to get this done because all it's doing is just costing everybody money. Keep your fingers crossed for the Monday meeting with SAG after guys because if we can get both of these things under wraps and done and ratified and voted then we can get back to making cool movies and tv understand though too guys much like with the pandemic there's going to end up being a content gap for a bit like those hundred and some odd days don't just disappear there was nothing being produced for those times mm -hmm. so there's going to be a time in the near future where there's just not going to be a whole lot available because nothing was made during this time when normally this stuff would go into production my guess is you're probably talking early next year uh, especially into mid next year, you're probably going to see there's going to be kind of a dearth of of what could be good. Um, am I dying for a new episode of Bob's Well, Burger? a yeah. lot of the things that, I mean, in, in old television terms, right, you would have lost this season. Right. Because this season would have started last week. No, 100%. Right? So yep. this season is lost. Uh, at least, typically, they would have split the season into two right you've got the the fall season and then you've got the christmas break or the holiday break or it's i think it's the thanksgiving break in this in right the us or right right whatever it is and then it yeah. starts again in like late january early february until, i mean a little bit but now you know, with streaming this this season doesn't exist anymore at, yeah the right? seasons aren't as critical as they were with network no. television oh poor steve our good boy collaborated cosplay here i'm gonna have to figure out a trek cosplay now i blame youtube you are <laughs> You are welcome. You already have a badge, bud. So, you know. Yep. Same. Uh, Nate is saying Hugh Jackman's clock is ticking on that body. The studios will cave. The Deadpool Wolverine effect is real. Um, Mr. Jackman uh, has all the best um, supplements yeah. to get his body into shape. So I, I wouldn't yeah. worry too much about our boy Hugh. But yeah. Uh, new episodes of BB are out in a couple of weeks. I don't know what BB is. Oh, Bob's Burgers. Yes. There you go. So the new episodes of Bob's Burgers come out. So. They did a movie too, didn't they? Did they really? I think they did a Boss Burgers movie. I, Interesting. I, I I, yeah, I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, I got through the first few seasons of Bob Burgers. I really liked it. I just it, one of those things where I kind of didn't really get back to it, type of thing. I will. It's a, it's a nice little thing to have off in the background. So, uh, do you have any juicy, geeky tidbits, sir, that uh, that you would like to share before I uh, I hijack some more of them here? No, I uh, actually I'm just uh, asking uh, Miss Jennifer uh, for a favor here to bring something up here. Um, I, I, as I, we are going to be in Windsor, Ontario this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't know, it is the Northern Nationals Collectors Convention. Um, three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 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 Sunday. You'll wonder why you bought a ticket for your whole seat because you're only going to use the edge of it. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, yeah, we're going to be there all weekend. We've got, I'm going to have a whole booth set up there. Uh, and Doc Ock is not coming. Um, we're going six hours away, guys. We have stuff we need to bring. So, unfortunately, Doc Ock is staying behind. Thank you very much. Um, just going to really quickly, Andrew, we did address that at the top of the podcast. The uh, Michael yes. Gambon. Yeah. Very, very sad. Uh, really quickly here, JS, question from Wayne. If we want to buy those Star Trek badges you guys made, how will we get one? Well, you guys didn't make it. That guy over there made it. Also made that kick-ass Bo-Katan helmet that's in his hand right now. So if you would like a Star Trek badge, message JS. He'll be the guy to hook you up for that. Yeah, I, um, I so I'm out of badges now. I sold my last one actually at London Comic-Con. Um, so the last batch is now gone. I am planning on making another batch. This next batch will not be 3D printed. They will actually be resin casts. Uh, and I'm also going to be doing a, I don't have it here, but I actually bought a shadow box, a small square shadow box, where I'm hoping to do a little bit of a kit where it's the three badges plus the medical concept badge. I'll call it that because I don't technically use the medical badge. In strange new worlds um so uh, all four badges in a nice case that you can put on your wall Fair enough. um and they're going to be resin cast so if you guys want individual badges that'll be the time to get them when i get those going as well so 
There's a new batch that's going to be coming over the winter for sure. Uh, check the website. Uh, as soon as they become available, the website will have them back up, although I think they're up now where they shouldn't because now they're gone. <laughs> but uh, if Jamie, if you're listening, if you could please take the uh, patches off the website. and uh, But yes, in the next couple, let's say months, there will be some more badges available. That is fair. I'm going to share some DC DCU news, courtesy of James Gunn himself. Apparently, James Gunn is pretty active on that Threads app mm -hmm. that everybody jumped onto and then nobody used. But apparently, James Gunn is still using it. So uh, he's talking about some of the confusion surrounding the new DCU, what's going to be canon, what's not, who's going to mean to keep coming back as their character, who's not. Uh, so he did try to ease some of this, but at the same time, he also said something along the lines of like, we're kind of glad that people are a little bit confused because that gives us the opportunity to show you what is in fact going on. Because of course, nobody has seen anything of the DCU yet because the first project has not come out. So he said, yeah, nothing is canon that have come out. We're not, we're not part of the new DCU. So, no the nothing is canon until creature commandos and then superman legacy so creature commandos will be sort of like a, a sprinkling on top and then superman legacy will be a much deeper dive into the new dc universe uh he did confirm though three actors that are locked in to retain their roles only three uh so the gentleman that played blue beetle Viola Davis that played Amanda Waller and John mm -hmm. Cena that played Peacemaker, which of course makes sense since Peacemaker mm. was James Gunn's show. So that's it. Uh, nobody knows if they are going to be uh, alternate universe versions or if they're going to be sort of variants or what they're going to be, or if they're going to be just leaveovers from the previous universe. Nobody really knows, but <clears throat> I did get a chance to watch Blue Beetle. I did enjoy it. Mm -hmm. uh there was a lot more references to my guy ted cord in the movie than i thought there was going to be um i mean it was still a fairly generic film with a fairly generic villain and but a lot of the themes the family themes the community themes are really really good the suit is dope it's a practical suit by the way that it he is wears yeah. instead of a cg suit so it looks very very real and very good on him the actor himself did a great job um yeah so if if you want just one of those like turn your brain off for 90 minutes and just enjoy the visuals enjoy the 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 comedy and enjoy like the family dynamic that they have it's it's pretty great for that if you're in there looking for like the dark knight you're probably going to be disappointed so go in with a certain set of expectations i think the trailer sets you up pretty good for that but though. this is the origin story right so yes you, this you is to how see all the other beetles right you you definitely get references to dan garrett the first blue beetle and then ted core the second blue beetle and then sorry you, this is the origin of this this of is the, the origin new... of Ime reyes the newest yeah. blue beetle in the comics yes um with borrowed elements from some of the comics and some of a little bit of young justice as far as like how he physically manifests the suit and everything else mm -hmm. but um they don't really get into if you saw young justice and the overarching plot for that they don't touch on that at all so i don't know if they're going to try to save that for a sequel but it didn't make very much money so i don't know yeah i'm sure the overarching story is going to be different right the young <clears throat> justice story they melded his origin into their overarching story you know what I mean? which was so, the reach which was still like yeah. things from his sort of whatever yeah. And, and yeah none of that's even discussed as far as the film but we goes. get to see though the other beetles don't we like the other suits not in the movie no we get to oh. oh sorry yes not the other scarabs not like whatever but yes you get to see my ted core like the 80 no but you don't beetle. get to see the green one and the 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 big the, the bad one the big black no. one or no? no no sir his really? is the only scarab suit you see in the film ah that's you good. just get I to thought... see the suits of dan garrett and ted cord interesting okay yep yep, yep. okay okay well, I haven't had a chance to see it, obviously, yet. No, uh, uh, Keith saying Blue Beetle was fun, and Megan Avery is saying that I thought Blue Beetle was so fun. Mario Lopez is great. Happy yeah. rolling. He's definitely the comedy of relief, as he should be, for mm -hmm. sure. A lot of people um, are really loving it. Megan Avery also saying, also, just watch the new TMNT, and oh, my God, I fell back in love with them. That's that's good. I've heard... Really, that's uh, pretty good, too. I've heard it's very, very good, yeah. So I've only ever heard that the, some of the animation is not janky, but it's like it's almost like... It's not symmetrical, so for some people that causes them an issue or whatever. But mm -hmm. 
See, Keith is saying here uh, that the other color scarabs were shown during the opening. The scarabs, yes, but not uh, the suits. But we didn't actually see them in the movie. Interesting. So maybe they're keeping that for possibly future things, depending yeah. on what James Gunn is going to do with the character moving forward. I don't see the film getting a sequel, but he might appear in some sort of a team-up movie or what have you, but that would be interesting we anyway. shall see but yes just those three actors so far confirmed as far as what's coming back so i would imagine you would probably start getting confirmation on some of the other peacemaker actors like vigilante or his dad maybe robert patrick played his dad in it i mean you'll probably see some of that there is going to be a season two of peacemaker i don't imagine mm -hmm. they're just going to hit a giant fucking reset button and just do a completely different show for the second season that just also happens to star john cena as the main character yeah i can't fucking that. suit and everything so i'm sure it's going to be a continuation of i'm sure whoever was in the first season is going to continue on into the second season uh but as far as major characters go it's just those three that are which by the way on. that show is way underrated as far as i'm concerned that show was amazing i loved it he really hit on something with that show I watched the first episode and I fucking hated it and I couldn't. Really? Yeah, and I never oh. watched any more of it. The only thing I've seen is the clip of uh spoil the show's been up for long enough. Spoiler alert. The the Justice League does show up. Uh at least four or five of them anyways. You only physically see Aquaman, Jason Momoa, and Ezra Miller Flash, but Superman is like hanging in the air. You just can't see his Batman is standing there. You just can't see his face. Like the fucking yeah. Justice League shows up. So I've seen that clip a bunch of times. And then they make a fish fucking joke because James Gunn. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Not my cup of tea. It's a little too in your face. A yeah. Too, I'm it's, it's trying what? a little too hard to yeah. be outrageous and to be whatever. So I, I'm a little bit worried what that's going to mean for Superman. Um, he's not I've done never... a serious film he's not done no. one single whether he's written it or he's directed it no. he's done some funny films that have heart but he's never done like a straight up take of something so no so I'm a little bit worried I've never seen Superman as a comedic type character although I say that but let's be honest like uh, uh, Lois and Clark that was a sitcom right yeah, I couldn't stand that show. But so, I mean, definitely you know. in the original movies, the way Christopher Reeve played up the the clumsy Clark, there were definitely yeah. like some comedic moments. And of course, we can't forget Gene Hackman's Lex, Lux Lex Luthor, and then Ned Beatty's uh, Otis. Oh my fucking god, that's just comp. Yeah. That if it's that style, I'm on board, man. That's cool. A little bit of levity. If it's a quip fest like the Marvel films, no, fuck that. That's not what I want. In my Superman movie. No, but I I miss the Gene Ackman. Oh my god, Lex. That oh, yeah. for me was the definitive Lex. Yeah, you it know? was for me too. Right up until Smallville, when 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 I saw Rosa. Yeah, Bell, he, he was good too. Seven seasons. It he really put his stamp on it. Yeah, especially for like a network TV show that were it made today would look like that shows very it was like on the cw or whatever it was called at the time mm. so it didn't have the budget and it was like 22 episodes a season if that was a streaming show now if smallville came out now it'd be dope as fuck yeah it would be, it would so, be a very so, different so good. Yeah. now it's a little dated unfortunately some of the effects are pretty laughable but anyways yeah it was still good to to get that origin <sighs> story and a lot of these characters and and the acting the actors were so good Oh, yeah. Right. They had they portrayed their characters so well that yeah. it was hard not to fall in love with that show. No, for sure. Uh, uh, Collaborators just saying uh, Blue Beetle, though. God, that was good. It really tipped me towards DC. Word. That's awesome, dude. There that's, you go. That's that's definitely yeah. the, the intention. Dean's asking, what's the new movie coming out? The creator looks yeah. like a save the robot movie. That like, looks really good. I don't think I've seen. Is there a trailer for it? There is. I haven't um, seen the trailer yet it's you know save the kid style movie right but With the kid's a robot uh, the kid's a robot okay uh, but there looks I to like be like that. a population of robots like it's listen you gotta check it out it looks amazing uh the effects look great the story looks great um i'm really 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 looking forward to that one nice uh another, uh, another trailer dropped today too by the way uh argyle now what was that so it's matthew vaughn's new film so matthew vaughn for the uninitiated brought us um kingsman as well as kick-ass so that's matthew vaughn so it's a new spy thriller uh called argyle that stars henry cavill sam rockwell 
um, Bryce Dallas Howard. So it's like a it's like a spy thriller, but it's almost like it's kind of like romancing the stone a little bit. Bryce Dallas Howard is an author and she's writing these spy novels. And then it turns out a lot of what she's writing is actually happening. So she gets thrust into the spy world. Like Sam Rockwell is the actual espionage spy guy that runs into her and has to start mm. protecting her because now this criminal underworld is like, how does this bitch know that she's writing her shit? What's actually happening? So Henry Cavill is playing the protagonist in her books, her fictional book series. So when you're seeing him on screen, it's all it's it's almost like he's not an actual real life character in the movie. It's Sam Rockwell that's actually the real life character. So it's like Sam Rockwell playing Henry Cavill playing a spy. It that's... looks fucking great, dude. Like I like Matthew Vaughn. He can't do a sequel to save his life because Kick-Ass 2 was dog shit and Kingsman the Golden Circle was good, but not as good as the first one. But I for initial things, he does it very well. And if you haven't watched the trailer, it dropped today. Go check out that trailer. Henry Cavill's haircut alone is fucking hilarious. I don't know how yeah, they I can see the thumbnail right now. To and, throw that haircut on him and convince that's... them that that's something that they should do. But holy shit, dude. Like, it's bad. Hold on. I'll put it on the screen here. Yeah, he almost looks like he's part CG. It's, it's, yeah. You get this? You get like, like that's, whoo. That's that's my man's that's my man's hair right there. That's what's that's that's what they've done to the world's most beautiful human. <laughs> they did that to him. That's rough, buddy. That's 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 a rough go. Uh, even still, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I would still be that man's boyfriend in a heartbeat, but but still, <laughs> that's 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 a look, man. That's, I'm gonna have to go watch this trailer uh, when we're done here. It's it uh, definitely like if you liked Kingsman, you're gonna oh, like I this loved trailer. It. Yeah, then you're, then you're gonna be down. Yeah, the second sure. one was so so. Yeah, but, I liked aspects uh, of it, but overall, it was it was a more difficult watch than the first one for yeah. sure. The first one was just so much fun. So future mm. Jeff cosplay. No, I don't. I don't. First of all, I can't get that level of volume. That's 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 not Pike hair. I mean, that's that's like, there's no way. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, Jeff. Yes, Michael. How can I help you, sir? Uh, guys, because I, I would be his uh, boyfriend. Is that what it is? If anybody wants, by the way, a book on helmet, this one will be up for sale. Uh, that's why I brought it up here. Actually, uh, it's not quite quite done. I mean, I've got a little bit of weathering to do to it tonight, but. Uh, we're 98% there. So I guess if anybody wants one, it will be going up on Geeks and Co-Store well, after the con because I'm bringing it to the con. If somebody buys it at the con, then it'll be gone. But after that, if you want yourself a Bokatan helmet, do it. Do there's it. There's also an armor helmet Fine. and a Dinjarin helmet coming. So I'm doing all three. So if you want it's, the set, so many I mean, let me know. Uh, the second one did have Pedro Pascal in it who makes really good choices for television shows, not as good choices on the movie front, but mm -hmm. solid, solid choices on the TV side. Every TV show he's been in has been a banger. So ah, I don't know what to tell you. But yes, definitely check out uh, the Argyle trailer. It is fantastico. Um, for my animated guys, for anybody that's into it, uh, Rick and Morty. The trailer for season seven of Rick and Morty just dropped with an oh, interesting really? twist. I didn't see that either. So if you are familiar with Rick and Morty, it was created by two guys, Dan Harmon, who created um, Community, the TV show, the live action TV show, and a guy named Justin Roiland. And Justin Roiland is also the gentleman that voices Rick and Morty. Unfortunately, Justin Roiland uh, had some domestic issues and was fired from the show. And so they hired some sound alikes that try are trying to mimic Rick and Morty. They hired two guys, one Rick and one Morty, to mimic those voices for the seventh season. And they dropped the title, uh, they dropped the trailer. And I gotta say, they did a pretty good job. You can tell it's not them, but it's very, very, very close. Like they did a very good job on on finding guys that sound like those two characters, especially since those two characters were voiced by the same person. So uh, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, then check it on out. Uh, the, like I said, the trailer just dropped. I think it dropped yesterday. It looks like a ton of fun. I'm on season five or six right now, of Rick and Morty. I am enjoying it. So it's not for everybody. I get it, but Morty's 
90% there. Rick's pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's trailer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not bad, right? Uh, someone asking about the Continental on Prime. Has anyone watched the Continental, which is the John Wick, John Wick prequel? I have. Yeah, I have not. I think only the first episode has um, dropped. Uh, it's not doing very well in like a like a like a critical like an aggregate score. Is like, it not? No. No, unfortunately, it's not. I'm hoping it's just you know it's a new series and it'll get to where it needs to go because I think it takes place in the 70s. And I think you literally see how Winston kind of became the manager of the Continental in New York or wherever it is they are in the first John Wick film. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's not doing a horrible. I mean, there's been worse. It's doing 64 percent on Rotten Tomato. OK, it's seven. You know what? But that's misleading. Hang on a second. Yeah. Metacritic so, is better. Yeah, so average tomato, the the critic rating is sixty four percent, but the viewer score is eighty one percent. Okay, well that's good. So we'll take that. Usually so, the audience score is a little closer to what we're what we're going to be looking yeah. for as far as that goes. Not that you should IMDb ever let anybody tell you. Says seven point five out of ten. So that's not bad. Has anybody uh, checked it out? If you checked it out, sound off in the in the comments there. Let us know if you have. I only trust people I know, not those damn tomatoes. That is fair. I don't even True. trust people I know because, again, we all like different things. Like, JS and I are two giant Trekkies, and he fucking hates Discovery, and I I adore it. So it's, you know, and I trust him. I just. I yeah, just, and he doesn't like DS9, but he just fucking loves Voyager. Okay. So first of all, let's condense a little bit of that nonsense the show where they had to bring a blonde in a cat suit to get I don't, to watch i don't love voyager i enjoy voyager i don't hate <laughs> ds9 i just don't get why you guys love it so much because it literally is deep deep sleep nine or deep deep space nine, whatever they call <laughs> well, it. well the first couple seasons were for sure Woo, nelly uh yeah those first few seasons were <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, I make up my own mind since 10th. Yeah, no, same. Like, obviously, yeah, you always want to be able to look at something and judge it for yourself. I just think there's probably, like, if it's universally considered dog shit, there's usually a reason why something is universally considered dog shit. And if it's universally praised, then there's usually a reason for that. That not, that all not always equate to something that's going to be within your taste buds, obviously. Like, it could be, like, Tar was universally praised. Not mm -hmm. my kind of movie. So it just depends on, you know. Whatever you're into, Enterprise didn't get good until season four. That's what I keep hearing because I gave up mm -hmm. on it in season two. Because you want to talk about putting uh, that's that show is a good cure for insomnia. Because yeah, damn son, that is yeah. a slow ass, boring ass. I don't care how much they try to pack that to Paul into whatever little out cat suit fucking. We have to go in the decontaminator de de and take off all our clothes and rub jelly on it the fuck out of here like i know what you're doing i get you're trying for the seven of nine effect on this show because nobody's watching it but it was kind of the show that killed that era of trek like mm -hmm. it only got four seasons and when that show was done there was no more trek and then they rebooted the film universe before we finally got to the tv universe that we're enjoying now thanks to uh what's that show called that launched this current tv universe i can't remember starts the d what's that called oh right discovery anyways um oh good there yeah that's 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 nice ds9 is amazing rewatching right now for amagi references that's that's i cool. think it's moogie talking about I, yeah I that's what quark that and 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 rom not rom uh quark's brother wow i'm gonna brain cramp Isn't anyway rom? no rom is is his brother's son uh, -oh. uh anyway uh that's what they call their mom is, is it rim moogie. is it rim no <laughs> like rim job uh, Moogie, there you go. It's nice. It's good. Moogie. Yeah. yeah I don't go. know, guys. I just didn't. I I I enjoyed DS9 for what it was. It just didn't connect to me on the same level as like TNG or even Voyager. I need my Star Trek to trek. I need it to go places. I can't, I don't want it just sitting in one one spot on a Cardassian. Yeah, and that's where I feel like battle station or whatever it was. You know, DS9 had a real, real hard time finding a pacing that worked in a, in a serial-style show. Right. Where Trek was always and is always, for me, better as a episodic show. 
Yes, I agree That's with that. Where it's thrived, right? Yes. That's how it started. Um, but where DS9 did it right, mm. I feel like Discovery tried to take that same route, and for me, it just doesn't work. No, that's cool, man. That's that's you're allowed to have that opinion. Even and when you're and wrong. I don't think the 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 serial way to do Trek is necessarily the right way to do Trek at all. It's because uh, it worked for DS9, it doesn't mean it's it's the way to go, as far as I'm concerned. Unless you're Picard season three, and then it works like a motherfucker well i i feel also what works a lot now is that the seasons are so short no oh, of course right? that helps so that helps 100 100 you can't um, do 23 episodes i dude i'm 50 man i remember watching network shows and 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 looking forward to that next week even though there was i don't have the attention span for that anymore man mm -hmm. i can't i can't do 23 people keep saying check out supernatural are you guys out of your fucking minds there's 15 seasons there's like 25 episodes a season yeah, who's got no. time for that no nah, i don't uh, have the patience for that anymore it is rom and his son is not uh, how, how how could you possibly mix those thank you three letter words with yeah. an o in the middle how could you yeah. possibly mix those up rom and yeah. nog sounds like a christmas drink you want to pass me the rom nog please sounds delicious yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Terrible. The Continental. I have not checked it out yet. Uh, I do have Prime, so I should, I should watch it. I still haven't watched Twisted Metal, which apparently is just amazing. Uh, what's the other show? Oh my God, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is in the the Continental. Shit. Uh, apparently, I will have to check that out then. Um, also, for our fantasy loving fans. Uh, the second season of The Wheel of Time has also dropped on Amazon Prime. Uh, I believe there's two episodes out now. It might be three. So if you enjoyed the first season of The Wheel of Time, the second season is out now and playing. It's it's the it's I think the second most popular thing on Amazon Prime right now. At least it is on my Prime, anyways. Uh, they had a big well. giant display at Fan Expo for The Wheel of Time. Yes. Yeah, so um, Continental is number one, and right now Wheel of Time is number two. So. Mm -hmm. uh yeah i enjoyed the first season uh i wasn't like oh my god this is the greatest thing i've ever seen but i also wasn't like uh this is terrible i don't want to see anymore so i will be checking it. i'll probably wait till the second season's fully there and then i'll just binge it one weekend as we tend to like to do thank you netflix for turning us all into that person hey do you want to sit down and watch a 10-hour movie ew no what if we break it up into one hour episodes each and you can watch it over an entire weekend mm -hmm. you son of a bitch i'm in well, I think where it works is you've got definitive stops if you're watching 10 episodes, right? So if you want to watch two or three episodes and then stop, you've got a proper definitive place you can stop and start again. It <laughs> makes it easier to watch than a 10-hour friggin' movie, right? Listen, I knew I was going to get roasted for shitting on Supernatural, but like uh, season three of Supernatural is only 16 episodes. Ooh, thank you for saving me seven episodes over 15 seasons. That's... Eh. yeah so i mean guys i'm gonna be honest with you here so good omens second season of good omens and prime as well yes so, is that out yes good Omens. Oh. i don't know if it's all out but good omens uh also megan saying good omens uh so good gave me so many Such emotions a fantastic show so here's the th guys i love michael sheen i love david tennant i even love i have a weird fascination with like angels and demons and heaven and hell and that I tried twice to watch the first season, and I and I I I I, I can't I, do I really. Just, I can't. Oh, I loved it. I can't. So I I don't know what to tell you guys. See, this is one of those things where like I don't want to shit on you for liking it. I don't want anybody shit on me for not liking it. We just like different things. But that you that show was so universally praised, and I'm just like I've tried, man. I've tried twice, and I can't get into it. I get like. Halfway through the second episode, and I'm falling asleep and looking at my phone and just doing other shit because I don't care. I'm not engaged, nothing. So it's when you know you're getting old, bud. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're definitely JS is a man of taste, says editor Megan Murray. There you go. I think I'm gonna have to question her membership in the Geeks and Co. Here, That's, yeah, I uh, love love Gilman. Such a great be, show. And they out. uh they've had this online. I don't know if I want to call it like an online show, but they've had this online youtube thing going for years those two. Oh, they're like super best friends yeah and that shit that content i'll watch when they're Genius. when they're when they're comparing pictures that they made 
And David Tennant's got like this terrible draw, hand-drawn pineapple and Michael Sheen whips up this beautiful oil painting and David Tennant's like, fuck off. Like, it's <laughs> it's great. The interaction between the two of them is wonderful. Just in the sh- setting of the show, I, I just, I can't, I can't, man. I can't interface with it. So I, I And mean, it's funny because that's how I see them in the show. No, right? no, no. That's, granted. To me, the show is that in in the context of angels and demons right and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't because if you watch the falcon and the winter soldier and if you watch any of the stuff outside the mcu you know anthony mackie and sebastian stan are like super fucking best friends their chemistry off screen is off the charts which was weird because they had fucking zero in that show mm-hmm. chemistry together mm-hmm. so it's it, i didn't it, sometimes it translates well sometimes it doesn't you can tell with those two with david Tennant and michael sheen it does translate well both on and off screen but Something about the nature of the show itself just did not, just didn't grab me or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tristina Belanger saying, I mean, I would gladly binge all seven Harry Potters or all six LOTR or even the eight hour 10th kingdom. So, yeah. And again, it, it it's, it come, I, I just literally watched Fellowship of the Ring, uh, yesterday, the day before. I'm about to, I'm going to watch the two towers. I'm going to watch Return of the King. Like, you can't not, you know, it's, it, it's, but there's people that don't like those films. That's cool. You're allowed to not like shit. Supernatural did a crossover with Scooby-Doo called Scooby Natural. Well, yes, I remember that. You're not exactly selling me on this concept. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Though Megan Avery said the Scooby crossover is coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, if not an Omens fan, what did you think of Sandman? Fucking loved Sandman. Absolutely adores X. In fact, I've been thinking about getting back and doing a rewatch. So really really dug sandman yeah so hmm. looking forward to season two for sure see and um, i was the complete opposite i watched the first episode and i was like oh yeah that's fair it like, is just, that was I, a bit of a slow start for sure I mean, yeah and i should go like back and, years so yeah, yeah i get it yeah, i should yeah. go back and at least give it a couple episodes to try but yeah, look at this look at this into. look at this fucking guy this Monday night nerd guy. You cannot like certain things. I'll remember that, Jeff. Listen, you crossed the line, son. That's there's a difference. Okay. <laughs> you can't say your worst comic book film of all time is the Dark Knight. I'm sorry. You are discredited. The movie that is widely away. regarded as the best comic book movie of all time. It is. We're taking away your geek card. You are you are no longer a member. <laughs> That you deserve every ounce of piss taken on you for that, because that is. By the way, guys, if you're not following uh, Myers Corp, make sure you go follow Myers Corp Creation on Instagram. That reel he posted today was genius. (laughs) He beat me to it. There was one I wanted to do that wasn't quite that. It was similar to that, which is me, you, and Rob. I might still post it, but now it's going to look like copying him. But yeah, no, I'm definitely going to, definitely going to, yeah uh i agree dark knight sucks tana again your opinion on this is just as good as michael's uh non-existent it it doesn't matter what you guys are saying on this one because you guys are just fucking wrong uh he will never live that down says megan Avery. you are not wrong he won't i don't think he will at least tanith tanith you just say this at parties to get a reaction i'm fine with that you know what like a gathering is cool this motherfucker puts it on his podcast and posts (laughs) it on his social media with a list and he's got the dark night at number one. The fuck out of here, man. No, no. This this aggression will not stand, man. David Tennant voices who yag on Ahsoka. Yeah, I know what you're doing there, Dean. I get it. I mentioned this before in the podcast. I watched the and, first couple of episodes of Ahsoka, and I didn't know that's who voiced who yag. And I was like, oh, this droid's cool. I like him. I dig it. And then someone told me that was David Tennant, and now all I can hear is David Tennant. It yeah, kind of, it but kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Well, I don't know, man. He's doing a really good job too. Like he's probably one of my next to Balin. He's probably my next favorite character right now. Yeah, he's... guys, help me out with this too. Is there are there times where that droid is actually there? What do you mean? I mean, is there are there times, especially when they're seated on the sheep, that their ship is there a physical? Well, there droid has to there? be because there's scenes where she touches him, right? And it so, looks lawless. Now yeah. I understand certain scenes he's clearly not there, 
like when he's fighting the other robot guy and he's got all I these feel like when he's static in the seat and it's just his head moving he, that's got to be there, there. Right? like he's got to be there because because that can't be all cg i if it is it's bonkers it's some of the best because that there has not been a single moment in seven episodes where hu yang is taking me out of the show thinking oh that's an effect or oh that's whatever he looks like he's there all the fucking time even though there's a part of my brain where it's like well he's clearly not there in that particular scene i think he's in the dot suit is he is it just david tennant just in a fucking dot suit that's the whole time well, that's what Dean's saying. He's saying CGI would not look that good. I wouldn't think so. Now, I know because he's a droid, he's static, right? Like, like other than his eyeballs, kind of whatever, it's it's not like you don't have facial, like things aren't moving on a droid. A droid is just straight up just a droid. Now, this, so is IG-11 in Mando, is that droid physically there all the time? Or is that also a dude in a dot suit? But I feel Hu Yang has got more things going on on him. Yeah, I uh, I can't find anything here about. Guys, look this up for us if you can find it. Is Hu Yang actually there at any point, by the way? Maybe it's a combination of the two. Maybe they built a full-size Hu Yang to sit in the pilot seat, like maybe just from the waist up or whatever, so that, yeah, so that Ahsoka can reach out and, like, touch him and talk to him, and it'll look more like he's actually there because he is. And then in other scenes where he's, like, well, know. when he's standing up and moving and talking that's and what i'm saying like when he's and... training sabine with the lightsabers and yeah, shit you know he's not there he, he he can't be there but it still looks so fucking good yeah ig has puppeteers okay so ig is actually physically there it's just it's a it's a puppet thing all right that actually makes sense but ig is not ig doesn't humanoid. move a lot no yeah. and he's not humanoid in in shape and appearance like he's much taller he's much skinnier he's got the weird looking head who yang is like proportionate you know what i mean you yeah, might be surprised I'm... by the cgi you, you're probably right dude but if that is cgi like like chef's fucking kiss like yeah it's flawless yeah. it's really really good but david Tennant brings him to life right and, and i think wow he's a big the... part of it of who yang feeling so real you saw this concern. you saw this week's episode right yeah there's another droid that puts in a small appearance in this week's episode well we're not going to spoil that today. no no I mean, no we're not spoiling anything at all came out but, well i mean that came out a couple days ago i guess i'm just saying right like it's like we it? know that that particular one is is live action all the time like that's never been anything but that guy in a suit right so yes. it's not like it can't be done but I feel like even he's not as articulated as who Yang is. So no, but you got to remember, you're taking a droid that was designed and, and shot in the seventies. <laughs> oh, now you're really spoiling it. Now everybody knows who it is. Right. Should we just say, um, we should probably just say, all right, guys, three PO makes an appearance on the this week. C3PO is not only does C3PO make an appearance, but uh, princess Leia is referenced directly by name. So yeah. obviously they can't show her, but they do reference her by name. So uh, C-3PO is just C-3PO, man. It's just it's just Anthony Daniels in a suit. It always has been and always will be. So it's not like it can't be done. But at the mm -hmm. end of the at the not this time, dot suit is what Keith is saying. All right. So is it is is it David Tennant in a dot suit all the time? Or is it just some person in a dot suit and David Tennant does the voiceover later? That or again, is it a combination of both, right? Is it a person a fun, in a yeah. dot suit sometimes and some practical pieces other times? Yeah, and... it's it's never a practical shot. It's never like even when they're on the ship and he's just sitting there, that's never not just uh, really. It's wow. hard to believe, eh? Because that's looks so good. That's impressive. Not gonna lie, it looks amazeballs. So Okay, yeah, we need to it. stop talking about Ahsoka sorry, because sorry, sorry, this sorry. is yes, always, know. you know. We're, spoiled, we're fucking it up. No, I get it. But, Tune yeah. into the after show if you want more of our opinions on Ahsoka. Yeah. Whew, what, a, what a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, it's right. already 8 o'clock. We've been on already for an hour. Um, we have a long night ahead of us because we got to get the cars packed. Yeah, we, we might gotta, as well. Uh, get everything doing. So we're going to get wrapped up here. But guys, once again, we are going to be at Windsor Northern National Collectors Convention this weekend. 
Uh, we're leaving bright and early tomorrow morning. We will be there, hopefully, on the show floor, set up by 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. And then we're there till 4 p.m. on Sunday. So come and check us out if you're in the area. There's also going to be an after party on Friday night, I believe, at 10 p.m. at the Scare House. Is that what it's called? Like we're going to make it to 10 p.m. Are you at your Well, mind? we'll see. We'll probably be half passed out. But yeah, uh, exactly. Dean is saying, see, they're setting up tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yeah, we won't be there by 10. I mean, we're unfortunately like coming through Toronto in rush hour traffic. It's 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 not going to be fun. So exactly. Dash is saying safe travels. Have lots of fun, geeks. Thank you very, very, very much. It should be fun. Um, enjoy Windsor saying Nada. Absolutely. I'm sure mm -hmm. we will. I mean, it's Windsor. It's tough to enjoy. But, I mean, we'll we'll make the best of it for sure. Oh, no. We'll have a good time, believe me. We'll, well uh, the geeks. You know we'll us. have a good time. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to be it. Anything else you want to add before we go? Nope. Stay geeky, friends. See you next week. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.